Land Conquest. In this video, we're going to be talking about how to create a list in PropStream. I've interviewed a higher up from PropStream in this video, and they're walking you through the platform to show you actually how to pull your list. Enjoy. Today, I have a very special guest here, and that is Burton Avocado, and he lives not too far up the road from me. But uh, his claim to fame is he is a um, I don't know what you what your position name is there prop stream, but you're you're basically the the expert in how to use the platform. So I figured it would be good to have you here and show everyone how to actually pull lists and do everything with prop stream. Well, love it. Love it. Thanks for having me. Uh, love sharing what I know about prop stream. Very comprehensive system. So I'm here to make things a little bit clearer for the yeah, so you've, users. You've been with prop stream for a while, huh? Yeah, about 10 years ago. I started in 2013 and I haven't looked back. Um, been kind of like the face of PropStream. Really, I'm out here just trying to teach people how to bend our data, manipulate that data to find, you know, these off-market properties that potentially can't be found at your local county's office ultimately. Yep. Well, well, that sounds great. So I figure what we do here is basically you can show us how to pull a list for our mailings. So these are vacant land mail, uh, vacant uh, land lists that we're pulling here, and basically doing it by the county. But you know, maybe we could start with you. Just uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I think you can from from your end. You can do the share screen. I might have to accept it. There you go. Yeah. So I mean, basically, with our lists, we're looking at this criteria. We're looking at the state, obviously, a county. Uh, obviously, we want to select vacant land, and then uh, normally we exclude commercial. Uh, land and then we sort of pick an acreage range as well. So if you Perfect. want to just sort Let's of go take ahead it away, we'll go from there. Started with that. Well, for those that are very new to PropStream, just to kind of let you know what we do on the back end is we just buy data from everybody and then we put it together in PropStream. Why is that important? So you can do this anywhere in the United States. And this is just for 90, uh, a few, uh, just less than $100 a month. But you can zoom in anywhere and pretty much click on a residential building. So if I wanted to know who owns this property here, I can click on it, a few seconds, I now can go into the details, know who the owners are, tax information, mortgage information, I could see the comps around the property. This also applies to vacant land. So if I want to know who owns this vacant plot of land, just two parcels away, I can click on that. Same thing populates, I now know who owns that vacant land. I could see if there's taxes on it. Of course, there are. I could see other properties this vacant landowner has, any mortgages and notes on that property as well. And again, this also applies to commercial. So if I wanted to know who owns this metal roofing business, I can go into the details, know who the owners are. Again, see if they own other businesses or other properties. So our goal and our goal for the last 17 years now, started back in 2006, was get that data nationwide, put it together so that if anybody were to call you anywhere in the United States, you have the data in front of you. So users do use our data to analyze individual properties, vacant lots, uh, commercial buildings. But the other thing that you can also do with PropStream is manipulate that same data to find those off-market properties or motivated sellers that you need. So to start, you need to pull up a county, a city, a zip code, or you can use our draw search feature, which is located on the map. Now, again, don't know what your capabilities are, but let's say you'd like to cast the big net. Well, in this case, we can search, for example, San Diego County, 
And what PropStream is going to do is it's going to give you every, every address that we've identified on a list. So right now it's saying Burton, Pete, there's 1.1 million properties that are on some sort of list. Now we can go through them manually. We're not going to do that. It's going to take too long. <laughs> PropStream has also categorized eight, eight of them for us. So it's saying, hey, out of those 1.1, here's how many are on the MLS, how many are in pre-foreclosure, so forth and so forth. To make your life a little bit easier, I recommend you get very familiar with our search filter just to the right of the search bar. Here in our search filter, you will have 19 quick list options to choose from. So these first eight boxes are just the first eight options within the quick list choices. But you also have free and clear and bankruptcies and divorces and tax delinquencies and flippers and failed listings and senior owners and vacant land, tired landlords, zombie properties, which are pre-foreclosures not answering their mail, and deceased owners. Not only do you have 19 quick list choices to start from and then build upon, PropStream also gives you over 120 additional filters, so you can create your own list if you want to. So in the past, those that are looking for vacant land, this is how they would have done it in the past. They would have gone into our property characteristics, and the first thing they would have selected was property classifications and selected vacant land. Now, the reality is, We've been doing this for a long time. And when our users do that, what they're saying is grabbing anything that's labeled vacant land. And as you can see here in San Diego County, 41,000 properties are labeled vacant land, but huge but. You see that there's some of them that have beds and bathrooms. And you're wondering, how can that be? You're labeled vacant land, but there are beds and bathrooms now recorded on this vacant land. Well, it's because recent construction or County doesn't work backwards sometimes. They only work forward. So you might see something that was vacant land, but now has property on top of it. So to make your life easier, those that are watching that are vacant land investors, PropStream added an algorithm that strips all of the property information out of the search. And that's why we have a separate option here called vacant land. So rather than going to the property characteristics, which you normally would have in the past, I highly recommend that you just go to our quick list choices and then click on vacant land and we'll take care of all those property characteristics for you. So remember how it was 41,000 quote unquote vacant land? That's not the case. It's actually 39,846 because we had to remove all of the beds and bathrooms. And as you can see, that's all that you're getting right here on the right-hand side is vacant land. Now, another thing to note, is we have a lot of data. So even though isolating the vacant lands by removing the beds and bathrooms and all those building characteristics may be beneficial to you, 39,000 leads is still a lot. So the cool thing about PropStream is not only can I choose a quick list choice, but I can stack the additional filters here on the left-hand side. So I hear a lot, you know, I'm looking for a, a property owner that's out of state that owns vacant land. Well, great. You're going to want to go to our ownership info here and let us know the type of owner you're looking for. So maybe you're looking for an individual or maybe a corporate-owned vacant landowner. After you select that, absentee owner can be your next option. So here I can say, I'm looking for that out-of-state owner that owns this vacant land. And as you can see now, we're down at 1,217. So choose vacant land 
as your starting point. Think of it like, you know, going to a restaurant that makes subways for you. Pick the bread and that bread's going to be vacant land and then coat it with your toppings. Definitely want to start with ownership info. Let us know what type of owner you're looking for, location of that owner, whether they're local, out of state or out of county. You can even dictate how many properties they own. So maybe you're looking for a vacant landowner that might have five to 10 properties in their portfolio. The cool thing too, is you can click on any of those properties here on the right side and go to the link properties to see the properties that they have, in this case, the five to 10 properties that they have. So get used to going to our filter, get used to using our vacant land option, and then adding additional filters. Now, to wrap up this portion here, the best practices I'm going to give you guys, right after choosing vacant land as your quick list option, the first thing I would recommend is going into our MLS status section. Where it says on market, go ahead and just say no. What we'll do is we'll cross-reference it with our MLS data and make sure none of these vacant land prop or lots or property owners have listed their property on market. And then after you do that, then you can mess with the owner information by saying, I need that individual owner who's owned this lot for 15 years, because 10 years ago, they thought they were going to build a property on it, but they never did, right? Next, you can even add your value and equity. So here I could say, I'm looking for this property owner uh, to have at least 50% in equity on this vacant land or some tax information like the excess uh, improvement value. So please show me an, a proper a vacant lot that's improved by you know minimum $25,000 or more. So these are going to be your best friend filters. Let's say we do want that 25,000 or more improvement value. I can do that, isolate my leads even more. Or if I want equity, percentage is usually our best friend here that most people will utilize. So we'll see some users do like 50% in equity or more. And then finally, you can add any additional components, property characteristics. You can stack pre foreclosure filters on top, liens, bankruptcy, divorces, and even to dictate whether there's a mortgage on that vacant lot or not. Once you're done, hit close. Your results should now be on the right-hand side. And Pete, that's how usually people want to approach building vacant land. I suggest starting with that option, vacant land. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's great. I, I learned some stuff there. And you guys have some really cool tools built into this that uh, I could see coming up with some pretty defined lists if you really want to. Um, how would you um, how would you uh, isolate by acreage? So say I wanted to pull all the lots that were five to 10 acres in San Diego County. How would you do that? We don't have that capability, but in our property characteristics, we do have the lot size filter. So do you know quick Google search on you know what the feet the feet start oh, yes. conversion yeah, is. Do a little math. So yeah, 43,560 yeah. is an acre. Yeah. Okay, so. there you go. So 43,560, yes, if I wanted that, type that uh -huh. as my minimum. And then if I wanted, you know, just one to two, double that number, and then we can go uh -huh. from there. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So you just do the little math there, figure out what uh what how many square feet is in an acre and then just do that accordingly okay gotcha. absolutely and another thing to note too that a lot of uh users don't know is if you really want to be specific on your vacant land um users can actually go into our property characteristics select vacant land on top of their quick list choice now this nullifies the search because it's the same thing but the reason i want you to do this is by selecting any class here in this case if i selected vacant land 
then my property types will alter to all the vacant land sub options. Now your county may not use these sub labels, but some do. So if you know specifically, hey, I'm looking for that recreational vacant land, then I can click that and it's just gonna show me recreational. Now in this case, San Diego doesn't have that labeled. They have everything labeled as residential vacant land. So now I can see just the residential vacant land or commercial vacant land, or if you are in the outskirts of you know Los Angeles, San Diego, you might come to find there are more recreational vacant land out there for you. So you can go even deeper into that rabbit hole by choosing the exact vacant land type that you need when you're performing. Right now, is there is there a way like to easily filter out, say, say I want all the vacant land, but I don't want commercial vacant land? Would it just be best to to kind of select to select all those subtypes, but not select the commercial? Is that the way to That's do it? That's correct. Yeah, okay. there's no way to to exclude only include. So you would have to select everything that you want and just leave everything you don't want blank. Gotcha. Once you get this list pulled and everything like that, like what do you do from here? Say you want to create a mailing list from that. Bro, you, you just read my mind. I was just going to jump into <laughs> that. So um, what you can do is uh, actually check off the numbers that you want. So here on the right side are your your results after filtering. So we're now down to 2,400 here. But I could select all of those results or manually select the ones I want. Now, sometimes your market might have too many results, and that's okay. There's a filter option here on the right side for you to say, you know, I just want numbers one through 500 only, or 500 to 1500, or 1000 to 2400. So you can manipulate your results if you want and select what you need. Once you select the one to 500 or all 2400, hit add to list here on the far right side. And that will prompt you to either save it to a list you already have or create a new one. So here we're going to create that San Diego vacant land list. And then I'm going to go ahead and hit save. And then in doing so, we're going to take those results and send it over to the My Properties page of your toolbar. So this whole time we've been on the search page, the search page is for searching a plot of land or an address to analyze that plot of land or address, or to search a market, manipulate the data that we have, build your lists, save your lists, and then go to my properties. And then in this area is where you're gonna find your marketing list. So as you can see, we have our San Diego vacant land list here of 500 addresses or vacant lots. Once I have this list, I can now check off these addresses. And for those that just need addresses, and by the way, we will give you the mailing addresses too. So these are the vacant lawn addresses here on the right side you'll have their mailing addresses as well. So you'll get that on us. But if that's all you need, check off all the addresses, hit the export button, and PropStream will give you a CSV file. So now you have your property characteristics and addresses and mailing addresses and the homeowner's names all on this Excel sheet right here. Wow, now, for nice. those that need more than that, I encourage you to look into our skip tracing. We do have the ability for just a few pennies to get you a cell phone, a landline, as well as an email. 
And we can even tell you which numbers are on the do not call list. And to wrap that up, we also have a campaign area where we could set you up with a website, send out postcards on your behalf, and even emails if you've captured those emails through our skip tracing. Hmm, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, so I guess as part of your standard package, it's you can export up to like 10,000 records a month, huh? That's correct. So you can save 10,000 properties in the search area. So what that means is that when I search San Diego, even though I have 1.1 million records, I could save only 10,000 of those to the My Properties page. The My Properties page, just think of it like your virtual filing cabinet. You okay. can put only 10,000 records into this virtual filing cabinet in every single month. And then every single month, you can take 10,000 records out of this virtual filing cabinet and put it on that Excel sheet we showed you. So yes, for just less than $100 a month, it's uh, 10,000 saves and 10,000 exports on a monthly basis. Right. So so can you keep the previous like 10,000 in, um, in that filing cabinet or do you have to clear it out each month to add another 10,000? No, you can, you can keep it in there. Yeah. Um, but just note that uh, let's say three months down the road, you have 30,000 properties in your My Properties. You still can only export 10,000 at a time. So right. you won't be able to export all 30,000, but you can export 10 of that. But yes, you are right. We won't delete any of the properties in your my, your my properties area unless you decide otherwise. Right. And I think you guys have a thing. You know, so if you do want to, if you do have a need that you, you're going to do a really big month or something, you do have a pay per extra over that, I believe, right? So that's correct. We actually have two ways to go about that. We have the a la carte way. So if you need more just this month and this month only, you can go to our settings area on the toolbar. And here at the top, you can increase your limit, either the import, which is the save limit, right? Or the export limit, which is I want to take out of PropStream, uh, the Excel sheet limit. Now, you also in add-on services have the ability, just like you see here, increase your limit. So that we have multiple limits. My limits are going to be different than what you see in your area, but we have the ability to give you 10,000, 25,000, 50,000, or 100,000 records on a monthly basis. You'll see those options in the add-on services area. So if your business is booming and you're just, you just got to have more than 10,000 every month, uh, you might want to go to add-on services versus the a la carte version. Hmm, gotcha. Um, now, one of the things that um, I think is pretty useful is, you know, I'm a lot of times I'm building lists in different counties and things all over the, the country, but I don't want to kind of recreate that search criteria every single month. Is there a, a way to kind of save that standard search criteria? Yeah, actually, there's two ways to go about it. The first way comes with your basic subscription. So after you pull up your market, you can go to the search filter and add your filters. So let's do a quick one. Vacant land, make sure it's off market, make sure the owners owned it for, let's say, 20 years, is an individual who lives out of state. Perfect. So we've pulled up our list. We have 177 owners. We're going to save that list, goes into the My Properties page. And as you mentioned, Pete, I'm going to probably log back in a week or a few days, and I'm going to rerun the search. Now, it's going to get tedious once you have 15 different criterias. We don't expect you to remember every one of them. So here at the very top right is a save search feature. What this button does when you click on it is it will allow you to name the search that you just performed. So I can call this a San Diego 
vacant out of state, add details, 20 years of ownership, out of state, vacant land. And I even have the option to remove any of these boxes here and replace it with my save search I just performed. I'm not a fan of that, but if you want to, just check that off and use the drop-down menu to dictate which of these boxes you want to remove. Finally, notifications. Because we don't want you to log in every day to guess which new records are coming in, we can do that for you. Once you save your search, we can email when new properties become available, either immediately, daily, or weekly. So once you name it, add the details, decide whether to replace any of our boxes or not, set up your notifications, you can now hit save, and your search has been saved. Meaning, if you ever accidentally hit clear all, or log out and log back in, rather than performing that search again and adding those filters, you either can click on the box that you saved it to, or for those that didn't save it to a box, go to your all searches. And here is where you're gonna find all the saved searches that you've performed. So the idea is when you get that email notification that says, hey, five new properties have appeared, go ahead and go to your all searches, click on your save search, and the numbers, the lowest numbers are always the newest records. If your email said you got 10 new records, then you might wanna check off numbers one, two, three, four, five, or again, use our filter here on the right side, show me numbers one through 10, check those off, and you can now save those to either the same list you saved a few days ago, or create a new list and save these 10 properties to a whole new marketing list. And that's our save search feature. This feature allows you to save a market and the filters attached to that market. Now, if um, now say you're building the list in, you know, say I want to do the same thing in Orange County, but I, I want to use the same San Diego criteria up in Orange County to pull my list for there. Would I just be able to pull up like the San Diego list and then go in there and edit it uh, to Orange County and then resave it as a new list? Yeah, actually, you can do one of two ways. You can always pull up your first list and then easily just change the market if you'd like. So now I can go to Atlanta and that filter will remain in there. Now, okay, yes. that might get confusing. So here's another method that might help you out. This one's a little tricky. So you might need to hit the replay button to, to understand this one. <laughs> but what you can do is you can clear all first and foremost, just make sure you have nothing pulled up. Once you have it cleared all, go straight into our search filter and apply your filter. So I want vacant land I want 25 years of ownership, individuals, out of state. After you apply your search filters, go ahead and hit close. Now, nothing has appeared. Why? Because you haven't performed a search yet, and that's okay. Just make sure that your filters are there. Once you have your filters, then go ahead and hit save search. And you can call this a template now. You can call it the vacant land out of state template and then apply some filters template for out of state 25 years vacant land yada yada and you can even replace it again with any of these boxes as a matter of fact i'm going to do that this time and actually replace it side by side with our vacant so i'm going to take this high equity one and I'm going to replace it with my template and again 
As for email notifications, this will not apply to a blank template. We need to know a market for this notification to go off. So you can just leave this under never for this type of save search. Once you hit save, for those that decide to replace a box, that box will be replaced. For those that didn't, it's gonna get sent to the save search. Now that you have your template saved, now you can go to any market. So I can go to San Diego County and you can see that the vacant Law, the vacant land, which is again just regular, is different than the actual template that you have. So once you save a blank template, you can replace a box or keep it in the all searches, search your market, save that list, hit clear all, search the next market, maybe Santa Barbara this time, click on that box, save it, go to the next market. Maybe it's Los Angeles, maybe it's further north. We don't know, but Keep doing this again and again, and that's how you're going to be able to save a blank search. Yeah, see, I like that because I could do that that one template, and then I can change the county easily and then keep exporting those lists that way. I think that would be um, really helpful. Absolutely. So that's a great way. So you can either save a search by using a market and then filters and then save that together or just apply the filters, save that. And then to your point, Pete, just start typing in the counties or cities or zip codes that you're in and then let the filter do its thing. Yeah, that's nice. Is there, you know, I know that you've got the map tools and everything. Could you maybe show how an easy way that uh, you could, you know, kind of draw on the map and pick an area like that instead of just typing in like a county or something? Yeah, absolutely. So if you know you have an area, let's say right around here next to, you know, Hidden Hills, you feel like maybe, you know, more people are going to start moving westward here. Never know. Um, but essentially typing Hidden Hills or West Hills, for example, well, might give you areas that you don't need, right? So maybe you need more than just this area. Maybe you need a little bit more of like the outer area. That's where our draw search feature is going to come into play. Now, the way the draw search feature comes into play is you make your own shape. So what I'd like to do first is I always go from satellite to map view, just looks a little bit easier to the eyes. Then I click this pencil and on the map, you'll have the ability now to click multiple times to create your shape. So I can start here, then move left, then downwards, then east, and just keep doing my clicks until I find my right shape. Now, in the event you need to go inward, feel free to go inward, go inward and click. And we can even cancel out shaded areas for you if we need to. Once you have your shaded area, feel free to hit search right here on the map or just hit enter on your keyboard. And then we'll pull all the properties in that area that are on the list. Or you can go into our filter and just start manipulating the data. In this case, you can apply vacant land, add some owner and you know property owner filters, whatever that may be, and go from there. Yeah, super simple. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Very, very, very powerful search, especially for those that know hot markets or developing areas. Yeah, I could see that really coming into play. Say, for instance, you get a property that you buy and then you want to send out neighbor letters to, you know, uh, just a little neighborhood around your, you know, the property you buy to kind of market to the neighbors. I, I could see that being really useful in that oh, case as well. Actually, if you're going to do that, then what I would recommend, instead of using that approach, just type in the address. So, for example, let me type in my childhood address here. 
Okay. Type in the address or the vacant lot. Once you pull that property up, go into the details. And we have this area called comparables and nearby listings right over here. If you click on that, there's actually a box that says neighbors. So you can click on the neighbors. Feel free to even filter out the neighbors if you want to. Or if you just want the 100 neighbors next to that property, click on all the addresses and then just hit add to list. So from there, add to list. And then I can type in 8729 Boyne Street neighbors. <clears throat> and now got all the neighbors in just a few clicks. Wow, so that's easy. Don't necessarily need to take that of the avenue, but we'll leave it up to you. That this approach right here would probably be the fastest way. Again, assuming that you've bought the property and you now just need the neighbor's information, uh, go to details, comparables and nearby listings, neighbors, save them to a list. Now they're in your my properties. Now you can export them or skip trace them or send them a mailer through PropStream or an email through PropStream. Hmm. Yeah, very cool. I like it. Yeah. Uh, well, great tips. Um, is there anything? Oh, uh, I, I, I've got one other question. Can you just input a parcel number instead of an address? Yes, you may. Um, so as you can see here on our search bar, um, the formats that you can enter are county, city, zip code, and address, which you just saw me do, or an APN, accessors parcel number. Yeah. The way that an APN must work is you type in APN, the pound sign, and we must have the exact format of the APN. So just so happens I know one at the top of my head. So APN number, space, the exact format of the APN. Then you're going to want to hit comma, and we need the county that that APN is in and the state. And once you have that, it should populate. As you see here, feel free to click on that, and we'll pull up that parcel or the property. So even though I typed in APN and an address populated, the reason that address populated is because I typed in the APN that that property is sitting on. So yes, you can search by APN. That's the format. It's APN number sign or pound, depending on what area you're in, or hashtag uh, if you're young, uh, space, exact APN number, comma, county, comma, state, and then PropStream should be able to identify it if it's correct. Uh -huh. Now, can you also, like on that main map page, can you also kind of zoom in and find the exact parcel and just click on it? Brilliant idea. That's exactly <laughs> the best way to do it. Yeah, if you know exactly where the vacant lot is, just go ahead and zoom in and click on that, and then there you have it. So this only applies when you zoom in very, very, very close. We need to make sure that the parcels are, are appeared on the map. Once the parcels are on the map, like you see here, I can now click on it. And then we can now give you the details on that parcel. So you're all set that way. Yeah, very good. That is uh, awesome stuff. It, um, I'm excited to kind of dig in here and really um, come up with some really cool ideas to build some different lists. I mean, you can get as... Uh, you can get as broad or as narrow as you want, basically with all that search criteria you've got. And uh, so I guess whatever your whatever your method is, if you're kind of the shotgun approach or if you're more the <laughs> the sniper, you could do either with the with your software, which I think is pretty cool. A hundred percent agreement with that. Yeah, I always tell people the cool thing about a product is, you know, we're not just a here's a list and go from it, uh, go for for it. You know, we we do have over a hundred and twenty plus filters that are 
going to be very powerful. So for example, I can, instead of going after like, you know, out of state owners and pre foreclosures and, you know, the typical things that most people would probably go after, I could do something like this. I want vacant landowner who has one open mortgage on that vacant land. And the current thing right now is I, I need the adjustable rate mortgages because rates are going high now. Right. And so that vacant land that you thought you were going to develop five years ago that you got that adjustable rate on because you only thought it was going to last less than five years. Well, guess what? You've owned it for way more than five years. You're now on a adjustable rate and your payments have gone up. Let's talk. So really, really powerful thing that you said there. PropStream does allow you to, again, build situations rather than just go after the typical, you know, pre foreclosures and liens and this and that. Uh, hmm. you know, and I don't mean to offend anybody by saying that, but just think outside of the box and we can help you out a little bit. That's interesting. And you could couple that with actually customizing your marketing message to, you know, if we're using those people with the adjustable rate mortgage, you can customize your marketing message or your mail to them. So, um, to exactly. Kill them a better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Well, the sky's the limit, I guess. So, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, thank you so much for your time. You really, uh, really kind of opened my eyes to some some possibilities with it and i really really appreciate it and uh yeah so down below this video you'll see that we've got a special deal with uh prop stream so you just have to click that link and and get signed up and i think it's probably the best deal out there as far as data service providers and probably the um most technologically advanced platform that i know of at least um, cause I've, I've been with a lot of the other platforms and they're a little bit, uh, I don't know what you could say, dinosaur like, <laughs> or, <laughs> but, but I'll take it as a huge compliment. Look, thank you. Yeah. They don't all look like this. Let's just put it that way. But <laughs> anyhow, Burton, thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Take care. Everyone. All right. See ya.